I don't know about you, but I'm having a blast. <laughs> why does she sound like, why are you saying it like her? Sounds like she's reading it off of the script. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she, I don't know about you, but I'm having a blast. But less. <laughs> but less. Okay. But less. How many syllables are in the word class? <laughs> 21. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Let's get this train on the tracks. Yeah. So we can blow it up like they did in that video. I'm having a blast. A blast. <laughs> There's got to be something. In that mess. We've I mean, been recording for like seven minutes. Yeah, it's nerf or nothing, so let's go. It's nerf or it's nothing. That's what I've been told. This, of course, is a gaming podcast. Podcast? This is a podcast, y'all. We're getting shredded, we're getting ripped, and we are your three best friends, and we're here to talk you talk you through the most recent changes to Overwatch. Wow. I didn't need you wow. to take a third pass of this. I'm dying. Please and then... take another Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I can't handle it's that one. this video game podcast where us buddies, that are your three best friends, talk to you about Overwatch and what's new in it, and then we talk about some other video games, sometimes a new one. Um, and this week, there's of course... What's your name? I need to really add that to the structure. Yeah, yes, I was yes, you do. Yes, right you do. yes, you do. Yes, you do. Whoops a doodle. My name is, of course, your best friend. Joe Langlois. I'm Terrence Johnson. I'm Ray Giroso. And Joe's um, initials would be Y-B-F-J-W-L. Uh-huh. That's right. Yvijual. And there are, of course, a big, big change in Overwatch this week. It's big. It's here. It's fresh. There's a big new change in Overwatch. New character, Ash. She's here. She's and gonna, Bob. Bob also is here. But Bob is not playable. He's an ult. Whoa, whoa, right whoa. Away. What? Don't Bob just disrespect Bob like that. Dude. I didn't say he's not a person. Disrespectful, man. I said he's not playable. Oh. You know, I think it's because he looks too much like Zenyatta. They don't want him to get confused with Zenyatta's brother, Zenyatta. Uh, yeah, like... yeah, of course. If we saw a silhouette of Zenyatta and Bob, we would be like, oh, they're the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I personally can't handle it. Wow. All right. Well, Terrence, okay, I think Zarya. you need to rethink your silhouettes. Be sensitive. <laughs> Ash and Bob are here. Ash they're... and Bob are here. Go on, Ray. They were released at BlizzCon, like, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, the day... We we sent out the Red Dead Redemption 2 episode. They dropped Ash and a cinematic for McCree. And then two weeks, not even two weeks later, we're here and she's playable. She's not even, like, 
not even PTR. She is in the game, and to me, that's yeah. wild. That yeah. was really fast, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And she's so I... much fun. She's so yeah. interesting. Uh, she she really they again. I feel like she's a lot like Hammond. She wasn't missing from the game. Oh, actually, she kind of was. Like actually, her mobility so. is so cool, um, and her her single shot like bolt action rifle is really cool. It reloads in a way that no other gun gun in the game reloads. She's so mm-hmm. unique, um, and she's all as a character. She's also really really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, and like uh, she's go ahead. Oh no, you're good. Um, but she definitely strikes me as the Team Rocket character. Like, she doesn't really <laughs> <Yes>. seem to <laughs> add to the story as, like, this ground-shaking new, like, storyline person arrives. It seems to me like she's just, like, uh, an antagonist for someone type right. of thing, you know? Yeah. But, um, she is, she's great. Her voice lines fit her perfectly. I always wondered how they were going to, what they would do if they made, um, like, generic, um, western voice lines for... A female character in the game yeah. because McCree's McCree's are pretty, you know, vanilla kind of. And mm-hmm. although it's cool because it has its own little like charismatic glow to it, um, Ash really? also does the exact same thing <laughs> as like an evil, sinister woman, which is kind of cool. My only issue not, with that is she's not evil. She's just bad. She's like she's the leader of the Deadlock Gang, and she is a she's an outlaw, and like not. Not necessarily the best moral compass, but I don't think she's like. Mm-hmm. She doesn't strike. She's not like turn the war, turn the world into a warring mass so that we can all get stronger. She's like, I want, yeah. I want loot, and I want money, and I want the most valuable thing. I want loot, and I will break the law to get it. Hmm. Interesting perspective. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm totally <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I just like her a lot. Like, I, you know, no, I'm, I'm probably good. just defending she's, her because she's so cool and Bob's really cool. And I just um, love their design and everything about mm-hmm. her. Oh, for sure. Since you had a gripe with her, I didn't hear what you said. Um, I, I, so it's kind of like my initial taste gripe. It was like, like, that was completely changed after I actually played her. When I when I saw that she was a new character added, she kind of almost gave me the same vibe as Hammond. As in, like, oh, I, I kind of was like, oh, I wanted something else. And then I'm like, okay, but this is a really awesome character. Like, I don't know why I'm expecting a, a, a Tracer-like character to get dropped yeah. every week. You know, just some, some major mm-hmm. role player. And, um... But they, she definitely fits. She definitely fits into the game and in a place that makes the game seem even more expansive, like Hammond did. And at the same time, using things that might seem like somebody else has them out the gate, but mm-hmm. having her own little twist to it. So it's all really cool. She's such a fun character, and honestly, she's the. I've had the most fun with her out of any new character I've played. Initially, like out of all the characters that I played. Right out the gate, I'm having a lot of fun with Ash. Her damage over time seems way more impactful than anything we've seen in the game so far, though. Like other than yeah. other than Torb's molten core, I guess. But like hers is persistent. You get hit by that bomb, and you take the damage from the impact, and then you also take damage over a long time and a lot of damage. Yeah, it seems um, to go really quick. Really easy to get killed by it. 
Mm-hmm. And I haven't figured out a way yet to put it out. I think if you pick up a health pack, it puts it out, but I'm not sure. That would be cool. Ash, like, I know I said at the beginning that I don't, I didn't really, she, I didn't think I wanted her. I'm like, oh, that's the new character that got out of it. But man, she's so much fun to play. And I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, is. And her ult is insane. Like, it. So cool. I don't know, man. Uh, it's It's wild. Uh, she sends out Bob, who is a giant robot. I'm sorry, he's not a robot. He's I'm a like... um, And he rushes forward and then stops wherever he like hits a wall or anything, and then just turns into a turret with 1,200 health, which is an insane amount of health. Like it's he's and he can capture points, he can be healed, he can move a payload, he can contest a point. Like he's basically another player on the battlefield the only thing you can't do to him that you can do to a regular hero is res him um yeah and outside of that he's just a big presence and he does a lot of damage um, he could be nano boosted it's crazy he can be nano boosted he can be slept he can be purpled like anything anything and it's it's wild um yeah. but in turn she takes a long time to charge bob you have to be doing really well to get more than two or three in, in a game Speaking of her being flashy, though, her thorn skin is on point. Oh, yeah, isn't it's it? It's so good. The pink what one, right? What does it look like? So it's good. pink, and it has, like, this rose aesthetic all over it, and she has blonde hair in it, and it, like... And it Bob all, is pink and white Bob, as well. Bob has this big pink jacket on with a big rose on the back. It looks so good. <laughs> Y'all, that's, that's on my wish list for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you already had it for some reason. No, I almost bought it, but I was like, I I gotta open a few loot boxes before I okay. cave and spend two hundred fifty credits on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of loot boxes, real aside, real quick sidebar, I got um a notification in Overwatch today saying I have maintained level three endorsement level, and it gave me two loot boxes. Nice. So I I didn't know that was a thing. So okay, that is cool. cool. Anyway, back to Ash and Bob. Uh, I, I want to talk about outside of gameplay. Ash is a very cool and fun character. Uh, I I do have some complaints about Ash. Oh no! Already? Uh, it's not like the the biggest issue I have is that I was really hoping that this hero would be, um a female person of color mm. because that's sorely lacking outside yes. like especially like a very powerful black woman we have Arisa, who's great but like but she's oh, an omnic you know, like she's an omnic you know. and like it's it, the voice actor is great though uh-huh. and she she but you know it's still a little different not seeing it in the game and it's an issue that people have brought up and i i do agree that like when when Ash was first revealed, they're, they're like, look, a skinny white woman. And then people are like, really? Like, wow, for your calls to diversity, like, that's very not diverse at all. But outside of that, Ash and Bob are, like, very interesting. And I'm, yeah, I, I still think that the next few heroes are going to be, um, you know, inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because Ash is really cool, and if the game had made other strides before, like, the the, the release yeah. order, like, she would have been totally fine. But, like, 
on her own. She has a lot of character. She has a ton of character. Um, down mm-hmm. down to the, her little skull earrings, which are really cool. Um, she mm-hmm. she's not. She looks like somebody who used to shop at Hot Topic, and, <laughs> and like still is holding on to that a little part of themselves, but isn't defined by it anymore. Uh, well, but uh, something I really like about Ash though is that. And uh, I'm sorry, but indulge me for a minute and take and let me take you to Ray's voice actor corner real quick. Uh, Ash is voiced by Jennifer Hale, who is a voice acting video game legend. She voices Leah in Diablo, female Mass Effect Shepard, and the current Cinderella in Disney. Like she's and she's super great. Like her entire delivery as Ash is just so full of life that. But some of her some of her voice lines, especially that Joe pointed out, are very like impactful on first listen. Where I was like, "Wow!" Like, there's a lot of love and care going into this one line, and it it really shows with with Ash in this one. So agreed. Anyway, that's my my that's Ray's video game corner. Okay, whoop, we're you back. Voice actor corner. The whole podcast is a video game corner, right? <laughs> it's. it's, it's <laughs> It's nine twenty one, and I'm a little, little, little sleepy. Got a little dust sand dripping into my eyes. <laughs> dust sand. Sandman's sand <laughs> coming for me. All right. Um, the boiling so, can. Outside of the hero release, there are some more changes with the game. Um, across the board, Reaper, Roadhog, and Symmetra are all at least slightly better. Mercy's healing is going back up to sixty from where it was at fifty. Um, so it's going back to its original amount, which. I was worried about at first because her healing and her res made her so strong that she was like a must pick. And I was worried that she was going to go back to that. But I don't think that that's really the case, at least so far. I'll be honest. I haven't tried any of these characters since Ash. Like I've been oh, yeah. playing no since Ash. Ash that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and, I'm excited so, to see how Ash fits in on a re- like a, in a regular quick play game because we've only yeah, played yeah me it. too. And you talking about how Mercy's healing went back up, I'm like, yeah, we kind of need that with Ash and her headshots. Yeah, and her her Uh, fire. I think with Mercy's uh, healing where it was, it might have been out-damaged by the the, The the damage over time. Damage over time, yeah. Yeah, so that might be a factor. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to test out these little changes that everybody's getting. Mm -hmm. So, what was our challenge last week, Terrence? Our challenge was boop. <laughs> that was the name of it. But um, basically, we were supposed to get at least three environmental kills in one quick play game with these five characters, who are pretty much, I guess, the easiest to get boops with. They're pretty much known as, like, one of their attacks are pretty much known as being able to boop someone. This is Roadhog, Orisa, Winston, Lucio, and Farah. And, yeah, what do you guys think? That That was a little difficult. So I'm I'm gonna preface this with this was difficult not because the characters are hard to boop with, mm-hmm. uh, it was difficult because I couldn't get a map where I could get environmental <laughs> yeah. kills. We didn't really think it through. You can only really do this consistently on King of the Hill maps, and on top of that, only specific maps within those broader maps. So you have to kind of luck out, and we played a lot of overwatch but a lot of it was competitive um so we weren't exactly focusing on the challenge and 
It was it was we, tough just to get the maps drawn. Yeah, I would argue we tried really hard in the beginning yeah, to we get. Did. And then we're like, we can't, we can't do it because we never got King of the Hill maps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did succeed with one character in mystery. <laughs> uh, with Farah on Lijiang Tower Garden, I got three boops on the the little bridges there. Very nice. So it wasn't even like a thing I was going for. It just the stars lined up, and it was great. What about you, uh, Terrence? I utterly failed everything else. Everyone else. Oh no! I mean, I got a few. I I originally with you guys got five with Arisa on. Uh, nice on um. Ooh. It was uh, Elios, the middle of the the well. So that was pretty cool. Like, that was our right out of the gate. Um, I got it with Lucio attacking, no, defending um, Rialto. I just uh, hid behind Mm. on the right side, snuck past him there, come across the bridge. And then the last one I got with, let me think. Yeah, it was Roadhog, and actually it was on Numbani. I I whole hogged and pushed him off on the right side on the first point. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, so it is definitely possible yeah. to do on other maps. It's just that, especially in quick play, like, people play positioning a lot better than in Mystery Heroes or something else. And, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and our rank people know to kind of stay away from the edge. And getting one or two is good. Getting three is a big ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But I might just uh... be complaining because I suck and I'm, I get a big F for failure. <laughs> I, got, I got two with Farah, which... I found out I really like playing Farah. I don't get a chance to do it very often, but I had a lot of fun. Like, I only got two boops, but I also killed it. Like, I was doing really, really well. Um, and then I got two with Arisa twice <laughs> on two different occasions when I was trying to do this. Nice. Um, both of them were with a single halt that I pulled two people off of the edge. Nice. But, and then, uh, not on the list, uh, when we were trying out Ash in the 6v6 No Limits ga- game mode, w- in which most people are playing all Ash just to give her a try, um, it was on Volskaya, <laughs> and we were defending, and three of them were coming around the corner, and I just snuck around and shotgunned them off, and I got two of, two of them off of the edge oh two boops. <laughs> it was so stupid. Almost oh, three. It was so good. It was so dumb. <laughs> He, he was like, hey, I'm going to boop him off. I'm going to get him. as like a joke. And then he got two of them, almost yes. three of them, and play of the game. Yeah, and play with the game. That. It was so ridiculous. Nice. But it's nice to have another boop character. Yeah. So. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I mean, Very we cool. excluded some people that really should have been on the list, like Brigitte and Doomfist and Junkrat. And the reason we did that is because we thought, oh, we'll make it more realistic for us to get this. And, um, well, that, that didn't work <laughs> Got that, got that good map randomness going. Yeah. It, uh, I, it wasn't just the map randomness. This is no. hard. This is difficult. It is. But, like, it really got me in that mindset of killing. Yeah. Which is not, like, ever my mindset as a support <laughs> player. Uh, so it was weird to go in. Like, when I did get a chance with Lucio, I, I, I only got, like, one or two kills whenever I tried. But... With Lucio, I'm like, okay, instead of protecting my team, I need to go bop these people off the map. And it was weird. It was a weird feeling, but it was... Lucio is one of the more aggressive supports, so it makes mm-hmm. sense. But it it definitely reminded me that, hey, people need to get get dead yeah. in uh-huh. this game. <laughs> yeah. I never would have used Farah 
as much as I did if it wasn't for this challenge. And uh, I'm excited about like picking up some more. So that's one takeaway. And also Ash. Right. <laughs> Ash. Everybody <laughs> so wants to play fun. Ash. It's uh, I, I, this is the challenge section, not the we love Ash. <laughs> Even though it could be, club. it definitely could be. So, hey, in case you guys are wondering, this is exactly why we ask you to come up with the um, yeah. challenges. <laughs> you have a better mind than us. You're, you remember, you're better than us. That's right. And that includes at coming up with that challenges. So, of course, just... let us know why we're dumb and tell us in a review. And then also <laughs> let us know <laughs> what challenge we should do instead. Uh, but be sensitive. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Where do we, we go? go... I guess it's the end of the episode. No, wait, no, come back. Bye. Come back. No, no, no come back, bye. guys. We have to oh. talk about the, the sword. The swords. sword? Oh, yeah. the swords. Oh, we need yeah, to the swords. Sword gun the sixth, I think is what it's called. It's There's um, no guns, right? Caliber. It's just sword. It's like... A thing for guns. Oh. There is a gun. There's one gun. But yeah, there's we'll, we'll, a gun. Okay, so wait, but are we there? So yet? the name are of we, the. Are we here? I think we're here. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about this video game that we played. Oh, this game is called Soul Caliber Six, and it's for the PS4. Mm-hmm. It's a new game, so spend your sixty dollars, and it was released on October 19, two thousand eighteen. This year, this year that this episode is coming out. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this a year later. This is not that year. It's this is this year. year. Right. Yes. It does, It is multiplayer, and it's a fighting game with swords, which I think we already said that. What do you guys <laughs> think of the game? <laughs> hey, I. so the biggest thing about Soul Calibur 6 to me is I've never played a Soul Calibur game, but I know the <gasps> premise. And yet okay. somehow when give, I picked give us your up idea. the game... Yeah, when I picked up the game... I was like, wait, it's a fighting game, but with swords? And, like, my mind was completely blown away for some reason. Because I was like, oh, it's a fighting game. They, like, hit each other and stuff, like Street Fighter, because I'm a video game noob or whatever. But, no, like, the idea that there's weapons involved really, like, tickled my fancy. And when I was playing it, uh, I, I, I used primarily a, was it the staff, I think it's called? And let me tell you, that was fun. And then I tried a sword, and that was very different. So what I liked is that instead of, like, set characters in this one, it's more what weapons you use. And that was mm-hmm. really fun with fun to me. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I've played all of the Soul Calibur games. And it actually started off with a game called Soul Edge, I believe. It's Soul, Soul Blade. Soul Blade, I think. Soul Edge is the name of the sword. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But it, yeah, so it probably wasn't Soul Edge. I think it was Soul Blade. Something. It just wasn't Soul Calibur, the original game. And then it, they came out with Soul Calibur 2, and then Soul Calibur 3, Soul Calibur, blah, blah, blah. But um, one reoccurring thing that every game has is that it has a guest character from another video game on that con- console. Because Soul Calibur has come out for the Xbox 360, the uh, PS3, like. Cube. It, yeah, GameCube. It's jumped around a lot, and uh, further for the GameCube, you could play Link from the Legend of Zelda series. From the Xbox 360, you could play Spawn, the super villain vigilante. 
he kills God. Who knows? Um, and then, uh, Soul Calibur for the PS2 had Heihachi from Tekken. So, and Heihachi doesn't use a weapon, so I thought that was very interesting. Another cool interesting thought is that with the Tekken video game, the character Yoshimitsu is a reoccurring character in both Soul Calibur and the Tekken series. Mm. And the, the legend is that the ancestor of the, of the Yoshimitsu in Soul Calibur is the Yoshimitsu in Tekken. So, that, that's pretty cool. Huh. So I mean they, they they did they did some fun stuff, but they both give you the same like one v one fighting fluid like hand to hand three dimensional combat that feels really comfortable and very appealing to the eyes. It definitely feels like you're actually fighting someone with that weapon or yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it, Joe? I don't have a ton to say about this game. Um, I guess I didn't have enough time to play it as much as I wanted to, but I don't know. I don't know that I was going to get much more out of it either. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, for, for whatever weird reason to me, uh, fighting games have always been the most fun when they have a fun story mode. And I don't mean mm-hmm. okay. a good story because it's a fighting game. Come on. I mean a yeah, fun yeah. story mode with like progression and unlocks and like, I mean, one of the pinnacles to this to me is the original Super Smash Brothers, the classic mode uh, on that. Yeah, that was not, good. There's no story but it's a fun like staged combat that you go up and up and it ends with the master hand and it's different like every fight's a little different in some way um and you have mm-hmm. little little challenges in the middle to break it up my favorite i think fighting game was mortal Kombat. Ooh, they did conquest a lot of stuff on those or games. something Conquest was the game mode, but that was for Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Deadly Alliance? Deception, I think, was the one. Yeah, whatever. Deception. It was Deception, because I bought it for you in college. Right. I remember this fondly. So there was Conquest, (laughs) which was the story mode, which wasn't terribly good. But there was also just, like, an arcade challenge mode or exhibit. Mm -hmm. Like, you go up, kind of like classic mode in in, um, Super Smash Brothers. And then during that time, you collected different types of different coins which you would exchange at the crypt, which was this giant like grid of unlocks. And that, to me, mm-hmm. was super fun because it kept me coming back. And I guess for me, fighting games are not about getting better at the game, but it's about <laughs> playing it long enough to unlock things. <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, I sound ridiculous. <laughs> with, with that metric in mind, how did this game do for you? The story mode was totally boring and it was so much reading and all of the fights were the same and i mean i didn't get super far in it but it seemed like really inaccessible and like it was taking itself too seriously for uh for a fighting game um and it wasn't well written and i didn't like it (laughs) also i was mad at it because one of the most fun things that i did do in this game was create a character and her name was bonito and she was a skeleton a pink skeleton named bonito I do want to reiterate that. Um, but Can you spell that uh, out for um, me? Capital B, capital O, capital N, capital E, I-T-O, Bonito, the skeleton woman. And I never got to fight anyone with her because after I created her, I started the story mode. And it's like, hey, now you got to create a character. And to my knowledge, there isn't a way to use one that you've already created. You just have to create one from scratch. So like the whole thing, mm. and I was mm. like, ah, fuck all that um because <laughs> i spent like time making this character and then i couldn't really use her um in the in the story mode well it's funny that you're talking about making a a, a pink bone lady because i made a pink 
muscle man named Kirby. Um, oh, he no. was a, a a big muscular pink <laughs> metal man. Yeah. We're obviously not the first people to talk about how wild the character creator in this game is, but it is very <laughs> wild and it's very fun. It's so wild. It's so strange and so good. Like I like I barely scratch the surface with the character customization, and if I get yep. a chance to play this game again, I'm definitely gonna go in and like really dig in and see what I can make. Uh, but. Yeah, I, it's funny that you made a pink character, and I also made a pink character. And it's oh well, no, it wasn't pink. Never mind. But it, it was Aww. a pink option, and I looked at it. But um, <laughs> when it comes to character creation, so black black hairstyles for the game have is a fairly new thing, I believe. And um, I I think so. I want to say it is because I don't remember whether or not it was an option. Soul Calibur three, I don't well. think had it. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, and I, I I have to disagree. It looks like they took the easy way out when it. And I, I I hate to I hate to like push it this far, but if you're gonna have hairstyles for a black person, at least spend time on the hairstyles for black yeah. people. So they have two hairstyles for a black person. It's cornrows, which are very very poorly textured. The the worst textured hair in the game is by far is the cornrows. And also um, the afro that is comedically big. Like, mm-hmm. that is huge. Mm-hmm. There is no black people walking around with that hairstyle. Like, it, it, it's silly. I mean, I get the fact that there the other uh, hairstyles, um, people aren't generally walking around with hair that crazy and big. Mm-hmm. But to, to look at those two and just be like, oh, so, I mean, to make it inclusive, all we need is cornrows and an afro. And yeah. you have so many options. It's kind of like... Yeah, but I don't look anything like that. That's the problem. Like, I can't make this character look like me. I can't even make him kind of look like me. There's no... It's just... I'm not going to get into that. But, um... Well, Terrence, I kind of I kind of wanted to jump off of what you were saying about, um, like, their, their lack of inclusion and their laziness in that department, because that's kind of the impression that I got as well. Um, this is a very, very Japanese game, and it's... By that, I mean their cultural obsession i would say with with gender norms um are apparent like i was i was struck by the opening cutscene where it talks about cervantes the villain and how he had soul edge and then he was defeated by a female warrior named sofitia and it's like i don't know that female was a necessary addition in that in that story like why why is that important and the whole like upon further inspection and looking at the cast of characters and how they are rendered and everything the whole thing looks to me like it's a remake of a remake of a remake like it still wants to be the first game that came out but it's not trying to make itself new it's trying to make itself updated you know, it's giving you mm-hmm. new character yeah. customization options, and it's giving you new graphics and a new story mode, I guess. But the game itself is still the same cast of characters, and it's like, it, there's not, they they haven't felt the need to get with the times, I guess. Which yeah. is fine, but it didn't, it, it, I kind of bounced off of it. Mm-hmm. It's and that's fairly common in uh, fighting games nowadays. Tekken mm-hmm. did the same thing. They barely updated even the uh, the character models. Like, I yeah. I think in the updating the character models. I mm-hmm. understand that that's not something that can happen all the time. But if you're jumping to a new console, 
That should right. definitely be one of the things you change. Like, it's very yeah. obviously a retextured version of the past. Like, I guess they made some of the attacks more smoothly. They they made the they made the the background and the gravity mechanics work with it a little more. But I honestly feel like I'm playing the same characters that I played on the PlayStation Two on the PlayStation Four. They just look different, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand that. My last thing I want to bring up. The new story mode, I want to talk about that a little bit more. Um, first off, Joe, I agree with you. The writing is god awful. <laughs> I, um, and I, and I gave it the chance. I wanted to read it because I'm like, they clearly put a lot of work into the story mode. Mm-hmm. And it's apparent in a lot and in, in some of the things that I've noticed about the game. It's, it is fun once you understand it. And to understand, you have to read in a lot and very tiny writing that is like, the screen can be empty and it'll have a sentence at the bottom of it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yep. I'm like, well, why Why am I looking at this? But um, there was a line. It rhymed another word with hustle and bustle at the end of the sentence. <laughs> it said I, it, it said something along the lines where I, I stumble through the hustle and bustle to get to the tussle or some stupid stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is uh. awful. And there's one more line. I took a picture of it because I couldn't believe it. And I, I died <laughs> laughing because it can just be taken out of context in so quickly. And the line is, one of the characters that just randomly stumbled upon says, Normally I play it safe, but we're short on time. In quotations. In for a penny, in for a pound, I say. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. this is just like, what? Okay, like, yeah. Why would you waste a line with that? Like, give me a break. I want to fight someone. You want to talk about the biggest waste of a line uh, is when you introduce yourself to Zalzamel Zalami. Zalzamel. Zalzamel. Okay. And he he introduced, like, first of all, he shows up as question mark, question mark, question mark. And then he introduces himself, uh-huh. so his name's on the screen. And he says, yeah. hi, I'm Zazlamel. What's your name? And then a line of text shows up on the screen. I tell Zazlamel my name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is something I noticed about your player character is that because of the customization and stuff, they're very rigid and generic. And uh-huh. It would be it's, better if they didn't have their own thoughts to themselves because it's like we want to make this character thought- as as plain and general as possible so everyone can connect to it and in that effort they have made it so that nobody can connect to it. It was so oh, yeah, like for sure. it was so jarring to me to see my character say words that I'm like they wouldn't like the character uh-huh. I made would not say this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like it it was so strange to me and like every time it was like I say this, and I'm yes. like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it it was yeah, just yeah, such yeah, a yeah, strange yeah. choice to me. It's uh, it's and I hate and I'm not gonna be a pest, right? Because Soul Calibur mm. is a fun fighting game. Yeah, they are they do really good work, and yeah. I can't imagine talking about fighting games without talking about Soul Calibur. But um, right. the writing it feels like I'm reading a book. I feel like that's what they were trying to aim uh-huh. for me reading a book. But it's mm-hmm. not a good book. Yeah. And, <laughs> and 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 they added pictures to it. Like, that's a problem. You can't look at pictures of these characters. Yeah. It, it just... Ugh, uh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> if this yeah. game was just wireframes, like, fighting game, and that was it, and there was no menu or... Well, I mean, a menu maybe, but not like a, a story mode or character creation. <laughs> no anything. menu. No menu. It's <laughs> only <just> fighting. Fight. <laughs> 
but basically, fight. if it was pared down, like it would, the <laughs> fighting is very, very fun, and it's really yeah, cool, okay. and it's very uh, complex, but like accessible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, for sure. Let's talk about this because it's uh, uh, all our gripes aside. This game is a fighting <laughs> game, and we should like. Yeah. I want to so talk Joe's... about this. So, Joe, stop talking about it. I want to talk I'm sorry. about it. I, I want to I pick this torch up that is in your hand. I'm biting your arm, so you will drop this torch you also... so I can pick it up. Go on. I'm Please. sorry. I'm just really excited to talk about my experience with the fighting in the game. I'm so... But do you have any closing remarks? No, that's it. Please continue, Ray. <laughs> no, okay. please don't stop that. So, when I was going through the tutorial, I realized this game has very simple mechanics. But it has a really high skill ceiling, which I really appreciate. Um, mm-hmm, me too. Yeah, I went through each of the different, you know, tutorials. Like this is how you attack, and this is how you do this, and that, you know, slowly got more complex, but not too complex. But I could see where like combos and chaining attacks together and defending, and like there's a whole rock paper scissors motif to it too. Like, yep, yep, yep. It's all like all the basic stuff is there for people who are new to the game and want to learn it, and then. Once you get really good, you're really good. And the fighting is so fluid and it's like I tap a button and it just happens and then it goes straight into the next thing I do without like, you know, like a jarring thing where you punch and then you stop and then you do the combo like a lot Uh of fighting games do. Like what comes to mind is Injustice 2 was always very um, rigid. It was very rigid. Yeah, and and natural and rigid, which is fair for fighting games, but Soul Calibur showed me that it doesn't have to be like that. And I wish I was better at fighting games in general because I feel like I would enjoy this even more. Yeah, I think everyone could. <laughs> so I mean, the last thing I'm going to bring up. So they tried to make it like their watered down version of an RPG. Like they they didn't put in any of the work that an RPG would. And you you go to different locations and you explore those locations, but exploring them it's very lazy, for lack of a better term. Um, they it's not like you're walking around. They take a little circle that's supposed to be your character, and then it go, jumps over to a different piece of land mm-hmm. on this on this very mm-hmm. like on this very plain looking map. I get what they were trying to go for. I'm not a hater, but other games have done it way better and i just wish they just took some of their advice you know like they could have this game could have done so many different things better but i I still like it they gave us what we asked for as opposed to uh soul caliber 5 which i won't get into that but yeah (laughs) (laughs) joe what do you have any other remarks no, I just I think that the fighting in the game is very fun, and I think that they put a lot of work into a bunch of other different trappings because they kind of nailed the fighting, and it, it just distracts from the game. It just mm-hmm. takes so much time to go through the badly written narrative for you to get to the game. So much so that by the time you get to the next fight, you've forgotten how to play. Um, <laughs> like, um, that's fair but it's other than that like it is a really fun fighting game and it, like i would like to spend some more time on it i think just because it seems like it would be fun to look into the combos and uh the the hidden moves and all that shit because that kind of mastery can be really rewarding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep 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 
So I think I think like what's the question? The question. What's the question and the answer? What's the question and the answer? The Ray? question is why. The, the, the question <laughs> is: Is this game worth your Overwatch time? And the answer is no. Is is that what you you wanted from me? Yes, it is. Do okay. you care to elaborate, or are you just like I would love to? It? it just seems okay. like like you got. I'm gonna echo a few of the sentiments that you guys have said about how. It could just be better. Like, I, if it was just fighting alone, I might say, yes, this is worth my Overwatch time because, like, I would be really into the mastering the combos and the moves and, like, all that stuff like that. But the, all the other stuff just bogs it down where I mm-hmm. kind of don't care enough about getting into the game because of it. But that's just me. You know what, Definitely Ray? Understand that. You have swayed me. Because <laughs> I was definitely planning on saying, yes, it's worth your time. Even though I don't, <laughs> I don't really like this game very much. But that's a good point. Because I want to I want to get to know the game better. And play it more and get more into it. But there's not really a good way of doing that. I mean, ostensibly the best way to do that is playing the story. And playing the story is such a freaking chore that... It's yeah. it's really hard to get through that, so I'm I am going to say that no, it's not worth your Overwatch time. And honestly, like I was I was dancing on a yes just because from my normal like consistent opinion, it's a fighting game, and and spending hours on a fighting game and getting better at it and making the game not only seem more smooth because you're better at the game, but be more mm-hmm. fun because you're better at the game. I don't think this is worth your Overwatch time because I feel like the only reason why I would spend more time playing this game that I spend $60 on is if I find a friend who's willing to put in that time with me. And mm-hmm. and I if I don't even have the drive to get good myself, you know, like mm-hmm. without... Because I, I could totally play Super Smash Bros. by myself for hours, yeah. you know, like I don't need... Any, mm-hmm. and, then, and then find somebody later to show my skills off to. This game, I would need somebody who has almost a greater interest in Soul Calibur for me to want to get better at this game. Yeah. Because I don't want to unlock anything. I, it, the way to unlock stuff, I just don't want to do that to get what I get, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. I will it, agree. It, I don't think it's worth your overwatch time. It sucks because, like, I was so looking forward I was too. to it, and I do enjoy it, but, like, the, those those things just bring it down so much. Side note, mm-hmm. do spend some time in the character creator if you can like rent this game for a week or something because it's fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. it is. Oh, it, it, it is. is super do that. Fun. Do that sweet right. stuff. So that is sword sword <laughs> nope. sword art caliber the ninth. Kirito's Redemption again. The second time. (laughs) Uh, That was Soul Calibur 6. It's not worth your Overwatch time. Sorry. It's unanimous. And now let's do Uh, our unanimous dance. It's ooh ah ah ah. Ooh ah ah. Ooh ah ah ah. That's what dancing sounds like because we can't (laughs) actually dance because this is a podcast. This is is podcasting hell. (laughs) Next episode. Ray, we're gonna play Moonlighter on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ray. Do Hi. I need to okay. take your name out of the notes so you don't make that mistake again? No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so, next episode's game, we're gonna be looking at Moonlighter on Steam. 
Uh, it's a fairly recent game that came out uh, May 28th, 2018. Mm-hmm. And it's still being updated, and right? I think so. It got recent updates. I don't know what they are, though. But essentially, it's a top-down action RPG, kind of like Binding of Isaac. And we'll, we'll talk about it later. It'll be Next great. two weeks from now, actually. Oh, my gosh. Terrence, two weeks from now, what are we challenged to do? Our challenge is Ash. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> basically, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, play Ash like in quick play without it being auto locked and supported by three other DPS, which is yeah. not a good Ash strategy. So <laughs> yeah, we want to see there? what Ash is like in a in in an actual team. Yeah, I want to see dynamite flying everywhere all the time. We'll go play No Limits. <laughs> go play more um, No Limits. <laughs> so we're so. gonna play what five games? I th- well, I think we can do ten. I think we can shoot for ten. It's we got a two week window. Uh, ten for each of us. We'll do at least five. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. I'm gonna shoot for ten. Mm-hmm. I think that's attainable. Okay. It, it's not All like right. some games aren't quick play, like like they were for this challenge, yeah. where some games just weren't maps where you could get boobs. True. I don't know true. how many freaking games I played on Anubis or the, the, <laughs> the first half of Blizzard World. The <laughs> first half. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, That's fair. So cool. We're gonna. Um, I I I make a motion t- to change the challenge name to do something, but we'll we'll figure that out. Okay. <laughs> cool. Baba, do something. I'm a rebel. Ooh, actually, that one. Best voice line by Best Jennifer Hale. Line. Um. So thank you all for listening. Um. Reach out to us and let us know what you think we should do as a challenge because. Clearly, we are running out of steam. Um, and Or you can just say hi to us, because we would really appreciate that, too. And, you know, we love you. And you clearly love us, because you've been listening for this long. Uh, so send us a tweet. Or, I don't know, how does that work? How do you even use that platform? How do you tweet? How do you tweet? We're on Twitter at OverwitchCast. And you can also send emails to OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. And we haven't mentioned this in... A while, but if you have the means, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really means a lot. Um, of course, we do want you to leave a five-star review. That's important. Um, and if you don't think we deserve five stars, then just email us and tell us why. <laughs> or leave us a review and tell us why. Yeah, and then we'll try to fix it, because we would really love to know ways that we can improve. Um, I think we got a fresh review, actually. Ray, what what did this person have to say to us? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's from Jody Joe two one six. Gave us a, a five star review and said that the podcast was good. You guys were very knowledgeable about the different subject matter. I like how nobody was one sided. Like how each game y'all talk about. Uh, we put our hours in the game, which is better than some reviewers who just play the first thirty minutes and tell you the game is terrible. Oof, which, call out. Yeah, mm, <laughs> call uh, out don't listen. Episodes. Don't listen to to some of our other <laughs> or this one, <laughs> or this one, because <laughs> uh, we put in more than thirty minutes into Soul Calibur, and we did enjoy it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the review, and I love you. I I don't know. Like, this is new to me. Love is a new experience to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Speaking of love, uh, let's talk about Lunar Light let's Studio. Let's talk about our beautiful podcast family. Thank you again to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us. And listener, please go check out any of the other shows on there. They're really all incredible. Um, I'm just going to give you the laundry list this week. We have The Good Boys Girls, Snub Dub, Ink Tank, Tin Pan Diddly Doo, Badvertising, Storyboard, Netflix and Kill, What You Call It, and our newest challenger, The Cryptid Keeper, which are all really great. I haven't caught up on all of them yet because I've been introduced to so many podcasts. new podcasts in the past month, but uh, I'm working my way through, and uh, from what I've heard so far, they're all really great, so I think any one of them will be worth your time. Um, oh, and really quickly before we sign off here, I do want to let you all know that our next episode may be a day or two late. Um, I'm going, I'm traveling, and I'm going to be leaving on the day that we normally record, so if anything goes wrong, uh, it might come out a day or two late, but just just a heads up. Uh, with that, thank you so much for listening. This has been Overwitch. Give yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you're better than us. God damn it, I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting about it. <laughs> Give yourself. Give yourself. <laughs>